always had an idea of working for myself. I just felt like I had it in me to, to run my own show, I guess. Ah, oh, she's fantastic. She's um, a born winner as far as I'm concerned. She's a born winner. Hi, I'm Adam Spencer and welcome to Day One, the show that goes back to the very beginning to share the story of some of Australia's most incredible regional startups and entrepreneurs. Today, you're going to hear the story of Crave and its founder, Jessica Kontz. Jess didn't go to university. Instead, she began to work in cafes and restaurants as soon as she could legally work. Today, Jess is the director of a successful social media marketing agency employing six full-time team members and has won a pitch competition that will see her with the opportunity to launch her new app that as of recording has well over 15,000 downloads into the US market backed by a successful American angel investor. We will get to all of that, but for now, let's go back to day one where this story begins. I just was that annoying person that used to take photos of food and post it to Instagram. It was actually a friend that was, um, they were like, you post so many photos on Instagram of your food. They were like, why don't you just set up your own Instagram page so you can post photos of food there instead of like clogging up our newsfeed. And I was just like, fine, I will then. But I think the momentum started when I would like tag other businesses in it and then tag the person that took the photo as well to give credit. And I used to promote in the caption, you know, tag hashtag Crave Newcastle for a chance to be featured. And then people started using the hashtag. So I started featuring them. First feature I ever went to, I had an iPhone. And I took a photo of my iPhone and I walked out of it and I was like, I need to go buy a camera because it just was not professional. I didn't feel professional and I wanted to um, portray professionalism yeah. and I didn't by taking photos of my iPhone. <laughs> Over time, the Crave Instagram page became a place people visited to discover cafes and restaurants. So people were like, oh, this is a cool place that I didn't even know existed and you know, it's been featured on Crave. And then people started referring to Crave as the the guide to look at for where to eat in Newcastle. We now have a popular Instagram page bringing value to thousands of people. What we don't have yet is an actual paying customer and therefore no business. Introducing PJ. Yep, I'm Peter James and I'm the um, director of uh, the Blue Door uh, restaurant here in Newcastle and um, also the owner of the Blue Door kiosk Mare of the Beach. I spoke with Peter James or PJ, about meeting Jess when Blue Door was just getting on its feet. I was there with a friend when it first opened up and I was like, oh, this new cafe popped up, we should go check it out. She, her experience here first time, we first opened up and it was all mayhem, we were still trying to get on our feet. And I actually sent him an Instagram message privately through Crave and said, just wanted to let you know, I came to your cafe and it actually wasn't a very good experience and I wanted to give you some internal feedback about it. Here, Jess made a key decision. She doesn't share her bad experience with the 10,000 Instagram followers Crave had at the time. This particular value would prove to be a cornerstone of the Crave brand. Not to judge, not to critique, merely to feature. To give Crave's followers the opportunity to decide for themselves. Like if we approached it the way that some food blogs do, where they go to a place and write a bad review, yeah. you know, it could have been really bad for them. But I've never wanted to have that approach with Crave. We don't review places, we just feature them. And that it's, it's up to the audience if they have a different experience than what we had. She had a review that she wanted to give us, but um, it wasn't a good one. Yeah. And God love her, she sent me a private message. And I just said like, you know, this was great, the customer service was good, but you know, both my friend and I got the exact same dish, they looked completely different. 
I didn't have like an egg on mine, she had an egg on hers, just this little things that were inconsistent. Yeah. I was like overall, love the venue, but I just wanted to let you know that that's what happened when, when I dined there. And I replied back to her and I said I wanted to catch up with her personally and put a face to the name and, and, and thank her personally. So he called me and he was just like, Jess, come in, I want to shout you at breakfast, I want to meet you, I want to say thank you for doing this privately and not you know posting on your Instagram how, how crap the experience was. And uh, that, was, that was the beginning of our relationship. At the time, Blue Door had 300 Instagram followers, Crave had 10,000, and PJ was impressed. I could see that there was an opportunity where we could turn this negative feedback into a positive experience and then into a potentially a business relationship. And I noticed that there was a gap in, in uh, hospitality in Newcastle that no one had really capitalised on the social media aspect of food. So. With her credentials and, and my business, I thought the two of us could work together, we can help each other to create uh, her a business and me to get that first initial stepping stone into the market before any other uh, my competitors did. Well, I never, I never ever thought that we were going to do social media management. I actually loathe the idea of it and he said, I, I love what you've done with Crave, I would really like you to do the same with my account. You know, I want you to help us grow, grow the audience, take the photos that you do. I said, I, I want to be your first client because I see what you can do and there's no one out there doing it and you've already got the credentials, you've already got the mindset, you've already got the basic structure. And I was just like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I was like, thank you for the offer. It's really kind of you to, you know, have that kind of faith in, in me and, 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 you know, my photographer, but it's, it's too much time. I spent too much time on this. I don't want to add more time. And he literally like poked at me for like months and was just like, please do it. I want you to do it. Just give it a go. Worst case scenario, you know, you're not, you don't like it and you, and you gave, it, gave it a shot. Jess did give it a shot. And over the next few years, with Craze's help, Ludor went from 300 Instagram followers to 20,000. Ludor was the first business Crave did social media management for, but despite Jess's initial hesitation, it wouldn't be the last. We were able to help them and they were also able to help us. So we picked up a lot of clients because people were asking PJ who ran the social media. And he was just like, oh, Jess from Crave does. Whenever a new cafe or restaurant opened in Newcastle, the first feature with Crave was always free. This led to Jess meeting many cafe and restaurant owners. It was always quite natural because the, the person that we'd ever meet would always always be the cafe restaurant owner. So it was them that we'd be associating ourselves with, which was great because they were very curious about what we were doing. They were like, you know, how did it start up? You know, what else do you girls do for work? And I'd just be like, well, this is this is our job. This is our full-time job. And they'd be like, how? Like, how is it your full-time job? That well, we also run a social media agency. We actually do social media management for a lot of cafes and restaurants in Newcastle, as well as content creation, as well as consulting, etc, etc. And that was then where they were just like, oh, we actually like, well, we, we need photos and, you know, I'd actually love to learn more about social media. And that was just a follow on from there. So I think the fact that we were never trying to sell anything, it was just, hey, by the way, if you're interested in services, we offer them. Crave grew rapidly from a simple Instagram page into a social media management and consulting agency. As part of this expansion, they created a free-to-download app called The Crave App. The Crave App is a platform where you can discover cafes and restaurants in a really visual way that's personalised to you, kind of like the Tinder for food. And you can go through and put in discovery settings based on things like distance, price and dietary preferences, and then you swipe left and right through photos of dishes. 
At first, the app was a small part of Craig's business model. But just a few months before I spoke to Jess, she made a crucial decision about how she was dividing her time between Crave the agency and Crave the app. I asked her how she divides her time between the two. Yeah, so if you asked me that probably three months ago, I would have said 80% agency, 20% app. But now um, I'm 80% app, 20% agency. So I completely flipped it where I've seen there's a need for me to focus more attention on the app to really see this grow. Almost immediately after deciding to shift focus onto the app, Jess was guided to a life-changing opportunity by her friend and close mentor, Justin Hales. He owns Campify, which is like the Airbnb for caravans. Yeah, so he's, again, an incredible mentor that he has helped so much. He's opened me to opportunities that I never would have had. He's the one that sent me the link for Launch Festival. I never would have applied for that if it wasn't for him. The decision to enter the Sydney Launch Festival ended up being another pivotal opportunity for Crave. So essentially what it is is they have an incubator program that they invite seven startups every season into and they just turn these companies from like startups to scale-ups where they're putting them in front of huge investors to get funding to grow their business. Um, the prize is $100,000 and you get a seat in the San Francisco incubator program. Jess spent a lot of time preparing her pitch and she used an interesting technique to hone the delivery. I'll spend time memorising it and then I'll go for a drive where I can't look at my phone and I can't look at notes and I'll talk to myself in the car because I know that if I'm saying it like that in the car, if I don't remember something, I can't look back on anything and I know that I, like, my con I consciously don't remember that. So that's like something that helped me a lot is driving, pitching to myself and knowing what I did and didn't remember. As well as a relentless work ethic, Jess was lucky to have great support from her family. Her brother Ben, who has seen countless business pitches working with Telstra's startup accelerator program, Mura D, gave her practical tips on how to structure her pitch. And Jess's mum had an unforgettable piece of advice. A really good piece of advice that my mum actually gave me where she said, people won't remember what you said, they'll remember how you made them feel. And, and she's just like, you are the person that makes people feel things. They'll remember what you, how you made them feel rather than what you said. So don't worry about what you say. Just they'll see how passionate you are. And, and that's, that's all you need to do. Just get that message across. As part of the process, Jess had a chance to pitch to the founder of Launch Festival, American entrepreneur and angel investor, Jason Callahanis. Jason Callahanis, he's a... a absolute like celebrity in business world in America. I've listened to his podcast for, you know, forever. So he's invested in companies like Dropbox, Fitbit, Uber. His portfolio is crazy. So I got to pitch to him before I had to pitch to the rest of Sydney. And um, he was so impressed that then the next night I got invited to a private dinner at Esther in Sydney where I rocked up and there was only eight people there. It was like Jason, his like other lead investor, one other startup, myself, and then like three of his closest friends from Australia. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God. And people would pay like, like so much money to have the opportunity to have dinner with Jason. Out of hundreds of entrants, Crave went on to be one of seven winners of Launch Festival. As well as a $100,000 prize, she now has the opportunity to pitch to angel investors in the US. From its humble beginnings in Newcastle, Crave looks to be on the path to becoming an international company. And all this comes with the support of Jess's business idol, Jason Callahanis. And I felt so privileged and so humbled that he'd selected me 
to be one of those businesses. And it's funny because he actually ended up meeting my mum when my mum came and was there when I won launch and she said to him like, thank you for believing in Jess and believing in this company. Like this will be an incredible opportunity for her and for you as Crave goes to America. And he was like, has Jess ever always been such an overachiever? <laughs> I asked Jess what advice she would have for people starting up their own business. Um, my one piece of advice would be surround yourself with people that have, have already achieved what you're wanting to achieve. Yeah. That, that's it, because there's questions that you, know, you can't Google. This strikes me as a key theme throughout Jess's story, the importance of our relationships with the people around us. Relationships that we just have no idea where they're going to come from or where they're going to go. From Jess's friend suggesting she start an Instagram account just for her food bitches to PJ from Blue Door seeing Jess's potential, then on to Justin from Camplify pointing Jess towards Launch Festival to Jason Calacanis. Every pivotal moment along the way arrived at through the blessing of relationships. The key, I believe, is to be genuine and something a friend of mine told me once, help people even when you know they can't help you back. But in terms of surrounding yourself with people that know how to help guide you through challenging times, that's what will get you through because there's been times when Crave looks really pretty on face value and everything you see online, um, I'm sure everyone thinks that Crave is absolutely killing it but there's been times when I've almost walked away because I didn't think I was strong enough to do it anymore. And it's conversations with Justin and Ben that have pulled me back where I'm like, you know what, what else am I going to do with my life? I kind of just have to suck it up and move on because I'm not going to work for anybody else, let's be real. Yeah. And, and it's people like that that help ground you and help bring you back to make you realise that you can get through challenging times. I have great people around me, that's why Crave is Crave. Yeah. Next time on Welcome to Day One, Justin Hales from Camplify. Every day we try to take our dog for a walk, so we're walking around, telling my wife I can't find anything, there's nothing available. But we're walking past all these caravans sitting on the side of the road. And I said, wouldn't it be great if there's like Airbnb but for caravans? And she's like, yeah, that's a good idea. It's like, mm, maybe that's a good idea. I hope you enjoyed listening to Jessica's story. If you liked this episode, please feel free to check out the show notes for this episode at welcometoday1.com, which has links to everything that was mentioned in today's episode, plus a way to leave a rating for the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoy what we're doing, I would really appreciate it if you take a minute to leave a rating as it really helps the show get in front of more people that might also enjoy it. So please go to welcometoday1.com Click on the Jessica episode post and follow the links to leave a rating for the show. Thank you so much for giving this episode of Welcome to Day One your attention. We really appreciate it. This show was lovingly created by Adam Spencer and Andy Jones, interviews conducted by Adam Spencer, and a big thank you to Peter James of Blue Door and Jessica Kant of Crave for their time and willingness to be involved. Script written and rewritten by Adam Spencer and Andy Jones. Music by Lee Rosevere. Full attribution on our website at welcometoday1.com. This episode was produced by Adam Spencer and mixed by Andy Jones. Thank you and see you next time.